2: Welcome to the Raw preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw but also SmackDown, NXT, boot Point, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bigger quiz, of course on wrestling culture, As I said, though, joined by Man, consider to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, it's been a full and frank day today, hasn't it, Sid? We've reviewed SmackDown, Rampage, Dynamite, and now we get to look forward to Monday Night Raw.
1: Right, I've got a stop clock gimmick, 20 minutes starts now. <laughs> if I get cut off mid-take, mid-sentence, or so if there's another topic to cover, like I... Uh, I don't care. We'll try and make it fun, but it's going to be 19 minutes and 51 seconds of fun.
2: Okay, well, uh, let's look ahead to Raw tonight. Of course, it is the the go-home show for the red brand ahead of Crown Jewel this week. Thoughts? My thoughts are
1: that... All the matches have been plenty built. I don't want to watch this show. I have to watch this show to fulfill my contractual obligations to whatculture.com. And it's probably going to suck because it sucked last week. We've got an absolutely lamentable rematch that even Drew McIntyre has taken the piss out of on Twitter. If one of the stars of the show can't promote in earnest without taking the piss over how creatively bankrupt the entire show is... How am I meant to go, oh, come on, Drew. Come on, Drew. Promote (laughs) your match. I'm I'm with him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm a goldfish who has no memory of uh, last week's Monday Night Raw. So my big question to you, Michael Sitchwick, is can Big E and Drew McIntyre coexist? Not
1: bloody likely. (laughs) Uh, They're going to work legitimately. And it's going to go 15 bastard minutes wasting my time. They are going to do a match where it feels like... They might coexist for a while. And then they're going to have some kind of miscommunication to prove that they're too competitive with each other and they can't coexist effectively as a tag team. And, and, And again, it's just the formula where we guess to inform our predictions for what's going to happen. We recall who stood tall the last time a set of performers interacted. And who stood tall. That will allow us to predict accurately who will stand tall this week. We did it with the the SmackDown women's scene last Friday. It was Drew McIntyre who threw the Claymore in Big E's face. So I fully expect Big E to hit Drew McIntyre with the big ending this week. And then that's going to be it. 15 minutes of a mid-tag team match. That Because it's 15 minutes of them hurting each other and doing the cardio, you can't not praise. And it will be good because everyone involved is talented to varying degrees. And it will just be completely insipid, completely boring, completely uninspiring, a total and utter waste of time. Big E will stand tall after they, in fact, fail to coexist.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm completely with you in terms of...
1: Literally, Drew McIntyre was like, what I love about Raw is all the fresh matches. If he can't promote it because he wants to save his integrity as a guy who doesn't want to be this piss-take wrestler and he wants to retain his connection with the fans, in order to do this, he kind of has to bury the book and how lazy it is to make a joke on Twitter so that he doesn't look like he's a charlatan.
2: I have no doubt, like you say, the Dirty Dogs, who they're going to be for facing, are going to bump like crazy for them. But yeah, I mean, they fell apart against the Usos, I believe, Nat, last week. They fought against these guys a couple of weeks ago. They're fighting each other in three days' time in Saudi Arabia for the world title. It's a played-out trope that's being replayed on WWE this week. Bonkers. No, I don't bonkers. It's thoroughly normal.
0: Mm.
2: I mean, it's stupid, but that's the normality. <laughs> and it's not even going to be the best tag team match on the show. It's not even going to be the best tag
1: team match on the show.
2: Because that is going to be the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, uh, versus a returning Street Profits. They're returning to Monday Night Raw. I mean, to be honest, right. I thought I thought the roster changes don't take effect until after Crown Jewel, but hey, what do I know? Um, yeah, Street Profits versus RK Bro. Of course, ahead of RK Bro defending the tag titles against AJ Styles and Omos, At Crown Jewel, you sense that's probably going to play into this some way or another as well, especially because AJ Styles has been the victim of a sneak attack from Randy Orton for the past couple of weeks.
1: 15 minutes and 37 seconds. Good, we're making progress. We might even not make the mid-roll ad, so I'll just uh, (laughs) say some stuff. At this point, right, and I've made this take, it's a very good one. Because they don't like to beat anyone, but because they don't book that many people, because they are so desperate for ratings, and they're going to face massive competition tonight, this one's phoned in. You can tell. The Street Profits just got beat on SmackDown, right? They are not going to get defeated cleanly tonight. I expect this to just go to a complete non-finish when Styles and Omos interfere. or Moss interfere. And it'll get thrown out. Because they don't want to beat the Street Profits, right? They could just work Use the depth of this tag team division, T-Bar. But that doesn't exist, T-Bar. <laughs> so they're not going to do that. They're not going to beat the Street Profits either. WWE at this point is a convenience to itself. Not just my fucking time. It is a convenient... It's an inconvenience yeah. to itself. Um, you're not going to get a finish. If you do get a finish in the favor of RKA Bro... You're killing the street profits before they even begin life on the brand. Why am I previewing something that's absolutely one million percent not going to get a finish or do mean f- anything as a result?
2: Do you know what I would do if I was on the booking committee? Well, resign, resign first and foremost. But if I had to book this, the, the
1: writers' team.
2: Yes, if I had to, if I had to book this, what I do, like you say, it's not going to get finished. So I'm not going to. You're not going to have a go at me for for not booking a finish here because it's pointless. We know who has to get past. So I'm going to say. Go twenty minutes to kill the th- you know another part of the three hours. Have Omos attack one slash both of the street profits. Maybe Montez Ford he can do some big wild dive and just get caught by Omos and thrown, uh, you know, into the crowd or whatever it may be. But you could actually have some fun with this in terms of the fact that RK Bro were in the ring going, "Oh bloody hell, what's happening, Randy? What's going on?" Right. And because they've been doing sneak attacks, AJ Styles, the audience can see it, but the people in the ring can't because they got the back to him. He sets himself up. He's on that ring apron. He jumps up. He's got a phenomenal forearm, Randy. But Randy ducks out the way, and he clonks Riddle, further reinforcing, like, wait a second, are you even a team? Because you just let your guy get laid out by him. That's the best I can do with what you've given me here. This chicken sh- you've given me, Michael Sidgwick. I haven't given you a deal. No, have. I know it, no, I
1: know it. Um, the, the only other thing they can do, and this is still not ideal, but at least gives you a finish and it at least informs something that could happen, is that AJ Styles and Amos, and why they would do this when the threat of a general manager mandated triple threat match could happen at Crown Jewel, is that AJ Styles and Amos, in order to get the... Uh, the ever-important momentum ahead of Crown Jewel <laughs> is that they could shake the confidence of our Rated RK, bro. They could interfere on behalf and in favor of the Street Profits. So the Street Profits have a ready-made program when they make the jump to Raw. It's not ideal because the Street Profits' baby faces, can profit, no pun intended because I don't like puns or wordplay, And then they can say, well, we beat you guys, Rated RK, bro, so we deserve a tag team title match. And then in one week's time, taking one of your best new tag teams on the brand, just burning through something, whittled away. On some (laughs) random episode of Raw, you can do Street Profits versus Rated RK, bro, which they've earned speech markers, air quotes, on the back of some stupid finish. I hate everything about this company, apart from Brock Lesnar, Sasha Banks, and Roman Reigns.
2: I just love the fact that uh, then back on the red brand, their red cups make sense because I always used to infuriate me that they haven't got blue cups. Although I think our American listeners have told me once before they don't actually sell blue cups, but they sell them here in the UK because we just sell out, don't we? Basically, uh, before we oh, get America on. doesn't just sell out. Jesus Christ. Before we get to the King of the Ring... 11 minutes, 19 uh, 19 seconds. I'm aware. Before we get to the King of the Ring stuff, the the Raw Women's Championship match and the Queen's Crown Tournament match, just a quick question, Michael Sidgwick. It can be very brief. It's a yes or no question. As I said, this is the Crown Jewel Go Home Show. Will Bill Goldberg threaten
1: to kill again on this show? Uh, Either live or... Is he appearing live? I've no idea. Uh, they advertised it?
2: Not as far as I know. They'd
1: probably advertise it if he was. He could... uh, Threatened to kill Bobby Lashley live via satellite. Uh, Bobby Lashley's <laughs> cut his go home promo. Um, Goldberg can, can do his via satellite, I guess. Um, he could. Like, what else needs to be done? They can't book. They, <laughs> I mean, they don't. Can't book. Won't book. They, they can't do anything more. The babyface has threatened to kill the heel. The heel said, "No, I shall not be killed." There's no more story to tell. I don't know how they advanced this in any meaningful way, nor do I
2: care. Goldberg just pictured on a plane. There's Goldberg, there's Gage Goldberg, and there's Goldberg's personalized door he's going to headbutt before this. <laughs>
1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
2: Right. Let's look ahead to some of the major matches uh, on tonight's show with serious permutations. Uh, one of which is, of course, the King of the Ring semi-final. It's Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal to see who goes on to face Finn Balor uh, at Crown Jewel to see who's going to be crowned King of the Ring. Finn Balor is a baby face please tell me we're going to have at least Xavier Woods making the final here. Because I know Finn versus Jinder would be a very obvious heel-babyface dynamic, although it's Saudi Arabia, so who knows how certain people are going to be perceived. Xavier Woods, though, has to have uh, the bare minimum make the final, hasn't he?
1: No, because...
2: We could have had Xavier versus Kofi. This already infuriates me. But
1: We are previewing, or you're asking me to consider... The viability of a babyface versus babyface King of the Ring final when the King of the Ring is a heel gimmick. It's a heel gimmick. If, if it's a babyface doing the king bit, they look like a tit because you have you have to become a literal king, and it is silly. Shinsuke Nakamura looked like an idiot with the king stuff. And this is the King of Strong style, no less. He actually used to wear a crown in New Japan, and it used to be cool, but because it's WWE, it's almost automatically lame, Uh, I think you're going to get King Jinder because it's a heel gimmick. No! And I've said on the review before, the only reason why Xavier Woods is in is because they know just enough about their audience to piss them off for heat. And Xavier Woods is in this because we know that he really wants to win it. And because they know that we know that he really wants to win it, it therefore will make Jinder Mahal look like the worst baddie who you just want to get... Um, if he in fact wins the King of the Ring title and proceeds to the final at the expense of Xavier Woods, it's if it's if it was like a young upstart heel who's got a, who's got half a chance of getting over as a headline talent. Austin Theory. Yes, that was the first name that came to my head. Austin Theory. If this is a way to strap the rocket to him, and you know he's got untapped potential as a potential main event headliner. Well, he has got the, everyone's got potential as a main event headliner. And I mean, capital M, capital E. But you know what <laughs> I mean? If he's got true top-drawing potential and he hasn't yet been stigmatized as someone who is a complete and utter failure in the spot, like Jinder Mahal was, you might think, right, okay, this Saviour Woods thing's halfway inspired because, mm. you know, it's a little bit harsh. We know how much it means to him. Or isn't Austin Theory a bastard? But you know what? We might be able to get on board because... He hasn't yet been exposed as a total failure in the spot. Which leads me to Jinder Mahal, who has been exposed as a woeful failure in the main event spot. He's not going to get over. They've, I think, stumbled upon a way of trying to get him over, beating the guy who we know really likes the King of the Bloody Ring. And that's what this is. I'm still hopeful. Prospective match, match quality—it's going to stink because Jinder Mahal makes basic inept somehow. He's in, he's got bad form on Arnold, because he botches his way through the most basic matches you've ever seen. It's all for heat. It's all all for heat. Six minutes and forty six seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah, I my concern is that we are just going to get a, a copy of what we got last week with roles reversed. So Kofi's going to go out and attack Shanky and Veer. This is their last. Show of being genders heavies because one of them's going to a different show, I think. Well, what does that matter? Yeah, for granted, industry profits are on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. It's, um, but I, I, I'm hopeful. I still have some hope that Xavier Woods wins and advances to the final of King of the Ring. On the other side of things, of course, it is the Queen's Crown tournament, and it is Shayna Baszler versus a- uh, to see who goes on to face Zelina Vega in the final, and I'm predicting an all heel final because Shayna Bale is gonna beat DoDrab. I can't wait
1: for three weeks' time of what is going to become of DoDrab. Like it's already getting more and more ridiculous by the week. So, so I, look...
2: I pulled something doing that.
1: I'm looking forward more to your mispronunciation of doodrab than I am this match, or in fact the Queen's Crown Tournament. How can I possibly, in good faith, earnestly, without appearing to be a clout-chasing hack of a positivity troll, look ahead to tonight's semi-final with anything other than pure and utter cynical disdain? I will besmirch my reputation if I do this. I will not do this. I think this match will go three minutes. I think that Naomi might interfere and cost of the match, furthering that development on SmackDown, or wherever it ends up, because I don't know where these people are going to be drafted, subsequent to Ground Jewel, and you're going to get a baby first versus heel final. You're
2: not going to get a heel versus heel final. Uh, I, I, I live in hope, but yes, I have a sense that Shayna Baszler, former MMA fighter Shayna Baszler, is going to put the Kira Fuda clutch on Dewdrop and then do Drop because this is the only way they can fucking book people beating Shayna Baszler, it seems, is going to roll through. is going to have her shoulders on the mat and just not realize. Not silly Billy. Because how many fucking times are they going to book that goddamn finish? But there's a chance. We could get everything tonight. Xavier Woods and Shayna Baszler heading to crown jewel to compete for king and effectively queen of the ring. But uh, Just do me a favor, Will Bourne. I think the developments on SmackDown, is going to say, with Naomi, don't help my cause here. Just
1: accept tonight what's going to happen and don't uh, do any fake outrage on the pod tomorrow. there's a bid,
2: You know I can't promise that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a huge match to, huge. G- to talk I about tonight. tonight. Is it? Because I've not heard on, anyone talk about on it. On paper. Whatever it is. This is a match of the year candidate. No, it isn't, man. It is. Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair is a match of the year candidate on paper. On paper. We, Yeah,
1: but we just saw a match on YouTube that was that going to be one million times better than this.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. granted. If
1: it's like the only time this could be considered a match of the year candidate, if, it's, if it happens on January 1st.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say... That's gonna, why they're doing the pay-per-view. You know, WWE day one, they're going to be like, well, guys, shut up your match of the year straw balls, because who cares? Because we've won them all. Like... She went with Daniel Bryan's last good, Bryan Anderson's last good match last year. I know you like your
1: bullet points but there's no one on earth that this potentially very good match will orbit
2: match of the year consideration. No. Okay, fair enough. But nevertheless the Raw Women's Championship is on the line Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. Despite the fact Bianca Belair is on Smackdown until after Crown Jewel but uh, who cares? No, she's on Smackdown now until yeah after Crown Jewel. Um I've got a major issue, obviously, with the fact that these belts... um, I was really worried they're going to have to do that old belt exchange. This potentially gets them out of it, doesn't it? Because if Bianca wins this here, and then Sasha wins this... I can't remember who's on which brand. But in theory, they don't have to do the belt swap uh, if... Bianca Belair emerges victorious Victoria here, and she can run into Crown Jewel, potentially becoming Bianca Two Belts. Not that she will, of course. So
1: Bianca and Becky are going to Raw. Yes. If, in fact, the draft...
2: And Charlotte's will, going to smack now.
1: Yeah, if, in fact, the draft means anything, and who's to say it does because they're already, they've already promised to break it by virtue of them pathetically trying to drum up interest for the uh, Long Island show by getting Roman Reigns involved, so it already means nothing. How can you invest in any of this? If, in fact, in the case of these specific women... Right, two minutes left, Jesus Christ. If it means anything, and it's they're not going to completely arbitrarily break it, then there's going to be a title switch tonight. Bianca Blair is going to dethrone Charlotte Flair, potentially with the help of Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Blair... Must continue after Crown Jewel and say, yeah, you wouldn't have won my title if it wasn't for me, Bianca. And then they resume... <laughs>
2: sort, the sort of Irish Jamaican. Yeah, they yeah, resume
1: yeah. their feud. On the back of that, must continue. You get the belt away from SmackDown. What? Yes. Yeah. Charlotte yeah, yeah. Flair Smackdown. SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to do a swap. because That's all that matters. It's just a Pokemon. It's a Pog... It's a Premier League sticker. It's just something to swap around. Um, got, got, need. So there's... Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Title switch. Huge title switch.
2: <laughs> These titles mean nothing. Nothing means nothing. I don't really like my bullet points for tomorrow. Major title switch on Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. 51 seconds. Yeah, that's enough time for a wrap-up, isn't it? Well, I guess because
1: I only started the... Um, Time we up. after, after I finish the, the intro. intro. We, we've made it, we've made it. Well, let us know
2: your thoughts ahead of Monday night raw tonight uh, on Twitter at WhatCulture WWE. Watch well, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at Whatculture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Sidgwick, high five for the pods today. SmackDown review, rampage review. Dynamite review, and of course, this Raw preview. And if you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, you'll get the Raw review with the five star review. Review something short, crap, and wrestling related, which you can still suggest by subscribing to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from, and uh, leaving us a five star review on there. They'll all be coming your way. Uh, well, they're either there now or they'll be coming your way tomorrow in the case of the Raw review. This has been the Raw preview, though. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Bye